Hello, my loves. Welcome to the Evolving with Ellis podcast. I'm Katie Ellis, your beauty perfectionism, soul evolving coach. My soul's mission is to guide you in evolving beyond beauty perfectionism into soul connection so you can embrace your beauty, feel more than enough, and express yourself freely with bold authenticity. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So exciting to be back on the microphone. I took a break for maybe a month or maybe even two months. I can't remember. That's how in tune I've been with just following how I feel. As much as it's felt great to take some time to myself and connect within, it feels great to be back and connected with the mic. These last few days, I've been looking um, at my desk where, where my mic sits And I've been just like looking, I'm like, "Mm, mm." like I need to record. It's time to record. And as a Gemini, I think it just feels really good to talk. So me and this connection to this mic are just like, "Mm, I love it so much. And yeah, so (sighs) there's been a lot going on and it's been a lot of good stuff. Even through, you can say like the lows, things have been so beautiful. The experience has been so beautiful. And the theme for me has been falling into a new identity for myself and coincidentally it's fall and I'm looking outside right now and just the wind is blowing so beautifully with the trees and the lighting is so beautiful and just everything about fall is so beautiful and radiant I just love it so much and it's just so refreshing to me it's so cleansing and it's one of my favorite times of the year but anyways um so I want to talk a little bit about what I've been doing in these past two months before we get into the actual topic that I mentioned in the title and It's just about how I've been like returning to myself and connecting more with my love for self and the beauty that is within me and that surrounds me. And I really just needed to take that time to center in and just flow with my divine feminine self. I've really just been grounding that into my being. And with that being said, also, I don't know if I'm going to record once a week with a podcast episode. That's what I was doing previously, but I think I'm just going to do whatever feels good. And that feels good to me, you know, just doing whatever feels good. But in these past two months, I've just been really connecting with myself by moving slow. I've been saying no to things I really don't want to do. I've been moving slower in the sense that I haven't been, you know, posting on social media. I took a big break from there. I haven't been doing a whole bunch of activities. You know, if people were asking me to go do things, I would say no, you know, just because it was that time for me to connect with myself. I meditated a lot. I journaled a lot, which is per usual, but (laughs) I really just connected with myself and how I felt. And I connected with the ebbs and flows. I really paid attention to my cycles and all the synchronicities in my life. And with people too, I've met so many good people and I've allowed myself to express just freely and openly. I went out and ate with some of my girlfriends more. And usually I go out and eat by myself, which I thoroughly enjoy, but it was really good to connect with others and work through this self-consciousness that I have and sometimes that social awkwardness that I get because I am super aware of how I am and how I present myself to others and I'm always concerned if I'm like crossing boundaries or making others feel uncomfortable or 
just concerned about how others are perceiving me. Like, are they perceiving me in the bad way that, you know, those those negative thoughts that I have in my head, are others noticing those things about me? And in allowing myself to just be present and connect with other people's energies, it's helped me expand so much. And yeah, speaking of that, you know, we were eating good food. So I allowed myself to just indulge and get what I wanted. I was gifting myself with presents and not really setting strict limits on myself. Like, oh, you know, we can't afford this right now or we have these bills to pay or you need to be responsible. No, I literally got whatever I wanted for myself and I indulged in good fucking food. Like I was no limits on that because usually, you know, I'll be like, oh, well, I'm spending a lot of money on food. Nope. I was like, you know what? I want to go and treat myself. I'm going to go and treat myself. And I wouldn't put a limit on, oh, well, I'm just going to get this little, you know, breadstick right here, you know, because it's that's $10 and that's enough. Like, no, I was like, honey, I'm going to have the breadstick. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. Like, I got everything and mm, <laughs> it just, I did a lot for myself, a lot. But those are the main things that are, that are coming up right now in my head. But mm, it just really helped me feel into my fullness and expand more and fall into a new version of me, a new version, perspective and mindset of life and myself and beauty and everything. So I'm so happy to grow more and I'm so happy to be back. And what inspired me to make this podcast episode was me looking at a picture yesterday of myself at a time where I was being so hard on myself and I literally thought that I was disgustingly ugly and I was looking back at this picture yesterday and I was like I'm beautiful like I'm gorgeous like and I mean that like in the most compassionate way like I I really was just like why was I so ugly to my physical being and my soul and just everything like I just saw my innocent, beautiful inner child and I was just like, oh my God, like I just felt not necessarily guilt, but just compassion and looking at that picture, I remembered being so hard on myself and just hating myself no matter how I looked, no matter what I did to like look better or whatever and I didn't appreciate myself and in that process, I just tore myself up. Like I literally manifested the fears of ugly that I had onto my body and I started looking worse after that time period because that's what was in my head, you know, and it started impacting how I took care of myself and most of the time I was caught up in the stress over my flaws or creating what I wanted instead of just being in tune with what I wanted to create, just flowing with the excitement to create my visions and do what felt good. It came to a point where I just lost all of my drive and I was so stuck in that I can't mentality that I found it pointless to even try. And when I did, it'd be half-ass, you know, like I just wouldn't fully take care of myself or I'd just be like, you know, and I really truly didn't believe that I deserved to try either. And most of the time I was afraid to try because I didn't want to face any stress or disappointment or overwhelm. Like if I tried to do my makeup and get ready how I was envisioning and wanted to, if I saw a flaw, then I would get stressed and overwhelmed and then I would get disappointed and I would be like, see, this is why 
why you don't even want to try like why even try because it doesn't turn out how you want and you end up looking ugly regardless and it just made me generate more self-hate but this is the thing what truly was bothering me though like what was bothering me the most about this was not about how I looked but rather the fact that I wasn't caring for how I looked in a healthy way in a loving way or even at all like sometimes I wouldn't even care for my looks was that energy of like blah and just ickiness behind it you know just that like ugh, that lack of self-belief that powerlessness and unworthiness that kept both my internal and external self stagnant and stale in that belief I'm not good enough that's what kept me fixated on my external in this phase of my beauty perfectionism That energy and lack of faith in myself is what made me constantly care about just how I looked and speak or think negatively of how I looked as well. But when you care for how you look, when you do things to nurture your physical body, your physical appearance, you build more self-belief, love, and trust because you see that you can do things for yourself despite any negativity because you are worthy. Your soul begins to flow and radiate through your external more. It's a balance of mind and heart that helps you build a stronger sense of self and character that helps you identify yourself as worthy and feel beautiful. Because through following your heart and caring for your physical being with love and out of passion, you overcome any doubts or negative perceptions that your mind is projecting And you show your mind that, like, hey, I am worthy. And and no matter what, I'm worthy, regardless of what I think I should be, right? It becomes more about the feeling instead of thinking. Feeling instead of thinking. It's more about the action of love for your physical existence than the belief that you have to look a certain way. You're more involved with creating and nurturing with connection to your soul than caught up in operating how your ego tells you to. Now, there's typically two ways that we can stay in this ego. We can either fixate on how we look and care for our looks in an unhealthy way by only caring for our physical being to like look a certain way or to feel enough or You can kind of just give up, be depressed, and feel not good enough, and not even find a point in taking care of your looks. And I went through both of those, and there's many different phases of beauty perfectionism, and that's, you know, two phases you can go through with it. You can either, you can do both, or you can either, you know, be so caught up in how you look, not because you really love and take pride in yourself, but because you are so worried about looking bad or not looking good enough and showing up less than you want to you're so afraid of being seen vulnerably you're so afraid of people judging you or saying negative things about you you're so afraid of all those negative things that you think about yourself actually physically showing up but when you do that whether you're you know taking care of your looks to try to reach a certain look or get validation or whatever to feel worthy and enough 
or whether you just give up. Regardless, you are not nurturing your perspective. You're actually creating a perspective to see yourself as ugly, not worthy, and not enough. Crazy, right? So twisted. (laughs) Um, But like I was saying, I was definitely stuck in the second one, especially when I was viewing that picture yesterday. That was, well, that the, the time period when I saw that picture, I was actually like still trying, but that was like right before I like got in a slump. Like I'm talking about, it was probably like a month before I literally, I went deeper on my spiritual journey and I, I went through my shadow, which is definitely something that I needed to do. And I think for a lot of people, it's very helpful to go through that phase of just like letting yourself be vulnerable and feeling shitty and stuff. It's that deep shadow work, you know, and that's what I went through Um, and I had to like let it flow for a little bit. So everything is, you know, meant there's a reason for everything, right? But yeah, I was stuck in that second one a little bit after that picture I was telling all about. But before I hit that slump, though. I remember how dedicated I was to myself and I, w- I really wasn't aware of it. You know, it was done in an unhealthy, <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> it was done in an unhealthy way. And, and what I mean by that, let me explain a little bit more on that. So, you know, when we look in the mirror and we see our reflection, if we see a flaw and we're not happy about the way that we're looking, it can be a reflection to us to get more of what we want, you know, and sometimes people start to do things for themselves. Like, let's say that you're looking at your body and you don't like how your body's looking. Maybe you want to get more toned up because you feel like you're too skinny or maybe because you feel like you're, you know, crossing boundaries, your own personal boundaries of weight and you're bigger than what you want. You can start to do things for yourself to go, you know, go work out in this example. You can go and work out out of a place of love and because you know that you mo- you are more than enough and you are worthy. So you're going to do what you need to do to get what you want because you believe that you are worthy and enough to. Or you can allow that reflection to seep into your mind, which really that reflection essentially is just a projection of your mind, right? And you can see those flaws that you're, you know, you're viewing them as flaws and you can interpret that as a validation that I am not worthy. And so you can either go and, you know, work out like crazy and, or maybe you don't work out like crazy. Maybe you just go work out, but you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're doing it because you're like, I am not enough and I need to do this to prove that I am enough. Or you can, you know, like I said earlier, be depressed and, you know, just be like, oh, whatever, I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough. So whatever, you know, and just be stuck in that type of energy. But regardless, even, you know, you think that the first, the first one, right? Like going and doing something about it, you think that, oh, well, no, that's helping. And it may help to a certain degree. That's what I was caught up in for the longest time before I hit that, you know, second phase, like that lower slump. Um, I was caught up in that for years, Like I was like, I was pushing aside those negative thoughts like constantly, but I wasn't handling them. That was a problem. You know, if you're doing things for how you look all to push aside these negative beliefs and stuff, and you're not actually handling them or facing them, that's when problems can occur. And that's where I was at. And 
you know, I had these extremely toxic perspectives just fermenting in my brain. Like my mindset was just totally just decomposing. <laughs> like it was terrible. And it started to like physically manifest. I started seeing myself. I started seeing that reflection of me and like, oh, I'm not worthy. And even though I was feeling that way, I still never gave up though. I was so dedicated to myself in the sense that I kept trying for what I wanted. And I love that energy. Regardless of how I was feeling, I still tried. And in this way, like I said, it was kind of me trying to avoid those toxic perspectives and those negative beliefs of myself. But beauty perfectionism was trying to protect me. It's like many other defense mechanisms that we adapt. So the point is, even though the way beauty perfectionism has us operate and the negative mindset it's generated from isn't really conducive to our growth, it's not all bad. We can actually use it to our advantage and use it to benefit us. We just have to tweak it a little bit. And you know, just a little disclaimer, you may have to go through a slumpy phase where you do deep shadow work and you feel shitty and you feel vulnerable. You may have to have that time period where you work through that. And you also may have to have that time period where you keep on just pushing, pushing, pushing and having these beauty perfectionist tendencies that really aren't healthy. You may have to do that though, because we all grow at different phases. And so you will know though, like you will know when it's time for you to like make a change. But when you are ready, you can start to play around and use beauty perfectionism to benefit your growth and benefit you and your physical being. And we are going to do this by taking the good qualities out of beauty perfectionism. You guys know I give some evolving steps for you to take every time. Evolving steps, evolving tips, whichever one. I think I like evolving tips. No, steps. Evolving steps. No, tips. I like tips. <laughs> Evolving tips. So I want you to use this kind of like a prompt question. What are some things that you catch yourself doing as a beauty perfectionist? And what are the good, helpful qualities you can pull from it? Answer that. And then I want you to answer this next question. How can you embody those qualities through action? How can you care for your looks using these qualities? For example, I used to plan photo shoots and I would do my hair and makeup even though I felt shitty. <laughs> I still did it and I was trying so hard to reach my fullest potential and just feel good enough by doing things for my physical appearance and by trying to look a certain way. And when I look back, I see the beautiful perseverance and commitment that I had. And those are some qualities of my beauty perfectionist tendencies. Those are some qualities at the time when I was practicing beauty perfectionism in an unhealthy way that I find were actually helpful and protective and loving. Those were actually good qualities in beauty perfectionism. And for a long time too, just to note this real quick, I growing out of that like slump phase like first I had that beauty perfectionist phase where I was like full force trying to be enough trying to show up and look good enough and then I went through that through that slump phase of like what's the point in trying I'm not good enough and then I started like growing out of it 
And I, that was when I was like deep in my spiritual journey. And I was like, even like looking at my spiritual practices and I was like, well, wait, I'm more than a body. So like, do I even need to care for my looks? And, oh, you know, I don't want to start trying for my looks or whatever, because I don't want to get back into beauty perfectionism. You know, I was afraid. But once I started embodying the good qualities, once I saw these good qualities and started practicing them, I was like, this actually doesn't have to be bad. It can actually help me. This in itself is kind of like some shadow work, you know, we're doing shadow work with beauty perfectionism and we're actually asking beauty perfectionism, how can you help me, you know? So I am now working even more to embody that commitment and perseverance, not to feel enough, but because I am enough and I fucking deserve it. (laughs) So some ways that I've embodied those qualities is I have created a new mindset by having a skincare routine that I commit to every single day. And usually it's it's my night routine because morning routines are like pretty simple, but it's my night routine. And I do it with love. I forget about doing it to look a certain way. And I apply my products because I know that I deserve to care for my skin. And also, I have days where I apply my makeup which I'm practicing this because not every day do I wear makeup and sometimes like I'm getting out of the funk of like blah it's a chore type of thing you know like I'm working through that some days I'm just like oh let's create and I feel so good but I do still have some like heavy weight that I hold from my beauty perfectionist tendencies that are linked to you know that fearful like worry stress and overwhelm that I used to have so I'm like retraining my brain to know that doing makeup and sitting down in the mirror and taking time for myself does not have to have that like fear response connected like it used to be. (laughs) So, so yeah, I have days where I sit down and I dedicate time to myself to do my makeup out of pure soul creation, just like art therapy. I use that perseverance by facing any fears or flaws that I have and fear of disappointment that I may face if my mind tells me that I don't look good or, you know, if I don't end up looking hot, I envisioned, I use that perseverance to face all of that and also get through it. I use that perseverance to focus on creating what I envision, focus on how I deserve to physically express my soul through my physical temple, however I want. That's how I embody the good qualities of my beauty perfectionism to care for my looks and actually benefit me. Through the physical action of caring for your looks, you build confidence because you build that self-efficacy and that trust for yourself, which creates a healthy perspective of self. And when you look in the mirror, that perspective of worthiness is reflected back to you because caring for your looks helps you to stand in your integrity integrity from your soul it helps you stand in your soul and take pride in your physical self because you know that this physical body is an expression of your soul you no longer have to care about your looks and care about how you look for all of the ego reasoning because you know that you have nothing to prove to be worthy or enough you just have to commit to the worthiness of your being by caring for all parts of yourself with love, including your looks. It is important and it is powerful. 
And like I said, when you are caring for your looks, you are so in tune with your soul and yourself and knowing your worth that you're not worried about how you look. You're not caring so much about your looks because like out of fear, because you think that you need to look a certain way to be worthy or because you're afraid that if you show up less than, then you're going to be judged for it or whatever comes up for you build a sense of self that just knows her worthiness to the point that it just radiates out what you want what you desire to create just comes out and if you see a flaw it doesn't determine anything it doesn't put your ego in complete spiraling fear and it doesn't make you stress about your looks and like oh my god you know constantly thinking about looks from an unhealthy perspective You just move through it and flow through it and you still see yourself as worthy. You just see it as a little, a little glitch, you know, like a little, oh, I have a pimple today. Hmm. How can I work with myself? How can I, you know, maybe I need to eat a little bit healthier. Maybe I need to like drink something healthier. Oh, I see I have some inflammation. You know, what kind of herbs or spices can I use to combat? Uh, What is this trying to tell me? You know, really just tuning into your soul and connecting with your body to, mm, I feel it, I just, it's hard to describe it, but to hmm, vibrate lively is what came to my head. To not live in a dull, lack vibration, rather to feel full and alive and free and just vibrating, your soul vibrating in physical form abundantly beautifully fully oh I love it this concept caring more for your looks and less about how you look or less about your looks was really confusing for me to tie together I was like spirit what are you trying to tell me and how do I even explain this like I started getting a little bit of stress I was like overwhelmed like how how do I explain this it doesn't make sense to me but it really does make sense it's really just about being so presently connected to the belief of your ability to create what you want and do things for yourself because you know your worth from the inside and just standing in that soul power and truth with integrity rather than succumbing to the external as if you aren't part of the very thing that created your external self. You don't need to worry about how you look because you're thinking negative thoughts about yourself or you've heard people tell you negative things about yourself or you're afraid of judgment from others or whatever you are carrying and holding maybe any shame that you have about yourself any thoughts that you are ugly just anything that you're holding you don't need to worry about your looks as if they're the problem you just need to connect with yourself and care for your looks and watch how much self-love and self-worth is generated. Watch how much it helps you. So definitely, I highly encourage you to take up my evolving tip and use that journal prompt to help you use beauty perfectionism to your advantage to benefit you and embody those qualities and care for your looks using those qualities or just simply care more for your looks.
If you ever need help with doing any of these things or if you want to reach out and talk more, you can always find me at Evolving with Ellis on TikTok and Instagram. Instagram, definitely, if you want to message me. And you can also find my links in TikTok or Instagram to work with me one-on-one. I look forward to hearing back from you. I would love to hear if you found some good qualities in your beauty perfectionist tendencies and if you use these qualities, if you use these good qualities of beauty perfectionism to help you and benefit you. As always, I send you so much love and you are more than enough. Mwah.